happening, Vale. Happy Saturday, December 30th. We have an awesome show in store for you this first hour. We're going to take a look back at all the amazing things we did in 2023. So stay right there, get a cup of coffee, and get excited because Good Morning Vale starts right now. Lionshead Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lionshead Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. Hi, it's Julio from TV8 Vale. Do you ever wonder why our tagline is there's more for you on 92? Because we're always bringing you more. More Good Morning Vale from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. all year long. More local coverage with Vale Vibes and Covered Bridge on TV8. More opportunities to participate with new roundtable panels on Mountain Perspectives and our new Spanish programming block coming this fall. Find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92 on YouTube or our website at tv8vale.com.
wanted to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to my family in Florida, in uh, Delray Beach, Florida. I miss you guys and wish you were here. Love you. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas, Thomas and Annie. We can't wait to spend Christmas with you. Love you guys. Hi, everyone. Happy holidays from Vale Health. Les deseamos una feliz Navidad y un prospero año nuevo. Have a happy, healthy holiday season. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, 2023, we had so many awesome people here on set of Good Morning Vale, and one of our all-time favorites was the magician that came in. Let's take a look. Welcome back to your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale here on TV8. I'm your host, Liz, and I am joined on the sofa with somebody super special. We all need some magic in our lives. This is Dan Fleshman, everybody. Hi. Hello. Good, good morning. morning. Thank you. You are so awake and ready for this. I love it. This is just the front. I'm oh. really still asleep. And uh... Okay. So it's a magic trick. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, we are super excited to have you here. Everybody can Thank agree you. that magic is something that brings us all together, makes us enjoy a little bit of wonder and mystery, and just to be surprised all the time. I wore my watch because I was hoping that it would just disappear. And then you'd pull it out of your pocket or something like that <laughs> later. I have to say, I've really been obsessed with magic for a very long time. I was a magician's assistant for four years. I traveled and got sawed in half, cut in half, blown up, and all that fun stuff. And that was a different type of magic than what you do. But it just gave me such an appreciation for the tricks and for the things oh, that sure. you could do, the sleight of hand, and the, just the, the way that you can just create such an illusion for people it makes me really thrilled how long have you been doing magic were you did you start when you were a child i was 14 when i started so and was, what made you like it it was just a hobby i mean it i i had a neighbor friend come over one day david williamson actually and uh there's a david williamson that's pretty well known in the magic community and then this this was just a buddy i grew up with he was probably six years younger than me and he came over with a magic set one day and i was just shooting hoops in my backyard and he says, hey, you want to see some magic? And I'm like, uh, oh, sure, okay. And he did a couple of tricks for me. I was like, oh, my gosh. And it, I didn't get hooked then, but it was just that curiosity like sure. it is for a lot of kids when they first get started. And then I, I got a little more into it each year. And then when I was 17, the bug bit me, and it's been downhill ever since. Nice. <clears throat> but downhill been... means uphill for you because <laughs> you're still here. You've been in the Valley for how long? 14 years now. 14 years, and I know that you're a regular over at the Chop House in Beaver Creek. Yes, that is correct. And so tell me what you do there. So I know it's a restaurant. So how does it go about when people come out to dine? Do you touch tables? How does this work? Well, sure. I mean, that's a great question. I've been, I've been doing tableside magic for years. I've been doing magic for 50 years. Wow. So, uh, which I, I can't, when I even say that number, I think, um, I can't believe it's been that many years. So, yeah, Brian Nolan hired me originally, and then the, the new owners, Dan, Stacy, and uh, Phil, brought me on, uh, kept me on when they, when they bought the establishment. And so, yeah, basically, I, I dress just like this, so I just kind of go throughout the restaurant. I'm, I'm kind of really an ambassador for the restaurant, you know? Wow. The magic for me is secondary. Oh, okay. You know, because, I mean, even though that's what I'm doing, um, I, I don't feel as though, I, I don't want it to be an intrusion to someone's table. You know, it's just a very casual approach. You know, not everybody, believe it or not, wants to see magic, which is fine. 
That you know, surprises me. Oh, my me. wife would be one of those people. Really? Well, no she thanks. lives with you. You're probably well, every day going, honey, look oh, at this Oh, no, trip. I don't. I do not. I do not. <laughs> oh, you don't? Not at all. You know, I learned years ago <laughs> not to do that. <laughs> that's maybe that's so why funny. we've been married 33 years. Maybe. So. But yeah, so it's just it's just a real casual approach. And, you know, I mean, I've, this has learned over the years, you know, it's just sure. far as... Uh, you know, I think back when I first started, and I thought everybody would want to see magic, and I'd have to do magic, and you don't have to. You know, it's it's all good. So I just kind of do the tableside magic. And so, you know, over the years, you know, I'm, I'm extremely grateful that I've been able to develop, a, a, you know, a regular clientele mm-hmm. that continues to come back every year and support the tableside magic. And Really? So people do obviously love the food there because it's amazing, but they actually do come back oh, just yes. to be delighted by the magic, which makes me so happy because there's nobody else that carries the same thing that you guys do over there. Well, I mean, I have a friend of mine in town. His family owns a restaurant, a Minturn. Oh, really? And, uh, you know, TJ, he does magic over there as well. Oh, nice. And, uh, it's, it's different than what I do, though, because okay. he, he also runs, the, he's the, one of the owners, and he he's the GM, so he's busy doing other things. But plenty of people go over there, too, to see him. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, that's really cool. What is the most exciting magic act you've performed anywhere in the United States? Um, like most, ex- I don't know. I mean, it's like, most- have you ever been anywhere? Like, oh my God, yes, I was at the Magic Castle in California. Well, yeah, I mean, that was what. <clears throat> I guess when I was a kid, that was one of my. I, I, I don't like bucket list. I've never right. been like a bucket list guy. That's okay. But you know, I um, when I was, that was like a goal of mine was to perform at the Magic Castle in Hollywood. And then a friend of mine, one of my mentors, Harry Monty, uh-huh. had worked there from the day it opened in 1963. Wow, it's been open almost <clears throat> as long as Vail's been Vail. Yes, so 63, it opened in January 63. And Harry is from St. Louis originally, so am I. And so um, he worked there literally, I think it was, oh my gosh, 63 years in a row. Wow, that's one he holds heck the record. of a job. <clears throat> Holding, yeah, record. Every year he would go out and work one or two weeks at a time, and he performed every, didn't miss a year. That's and so, amazing. Um, Harry knew the owners very well, and he, would, I didn't even audition to perform there. Okay. I mean, I, got, I was very lucky, I guess, because back then, you didn't, they didn't have video. You know, you would send in DVDs or video, you mm-hmm. know. So they took Harry's word, and my, I, I think my first year I performed there was in 1983. That's incredible, mm. and it's something that you can always do because you're probably always coming up with new ideas, new tricks. Trying to, working, yeah. Working on that sleight of hand, which I am always just absolutely <clears throat> blown away by because the quick is just, you know what I mean? Like, it really is just, it's an art, it's a talent, and you really, really need to know what you're doing. You can't just... Good decide. I'm gonna chill it, pull off a magic trick because it's not that way. Has anybody famous inspired you? Oh, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of inspiration. You know, you when you're a kid, yeah. I mean, I saw you know um, Doug Kinning perform. Mm-hmm. I got to meet Doug Kinning, uh, oh. Mark Wilson. You know, any of the any of the people when you're first seeing magic on television. You know, that's like. You know, so the inspiration there, I mean, I had mentors in St. Louis growing up. Gene DeVoe was one of my, uh, I worked at his magic shop Ooh. when I was a teenager. And, and, you know, Gene didn't teach me a lot of magic, but he, he really, just by watching him perform, I, I kind of learned, uh, you know, you just pick it up. I mean, it's a learned trade, sure. I think, you know. So as you perform, like, you know, you're talking about what you do, you used to do. And, you know, it's, it's you know, as you, more you perform... That's my advice when I give to young kids, you know. Nothing replaces performing. 
I agree. And practice, 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 especially if you're a young person. Now, the names you mentioned maybe not be resonating with the younger group, but somebody like David Copperfield, people can relate to oh, just sure. because that's a universal name and anybody of any age knows who he is, unless they've been living under a rock. Well, you know, you got David Blaine, you know, Ooh, you got to, you know, him. so, you know, and yes. he, he was extremely instrumental for, I think, not changing the course of magic, uh, but maybe changing the, um, how it was presented because you More know, illusions. he was, he was the first guy that actually went into the streets and was go- going around doing street magic. Oh my God. And I mean, people have done it before. There's been street performers throughout eons. Yeah. Centuries. Beach, you'll see it all day. Centuries. There's guys been performing in streets. Uh, but you know, he could, he took it to a, a, another level incorporating media with it. And, uh, nice. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, I've, I've not met David, but I, you know, he's yeah, he's just a wonderful person from what I understand, and you know, he's done a lot of really good things. You know, magic is really, I probably, I want to say, the last probably ten years, there are so many magic theaters throughout the country now. It's grown I mean, massively. They're everywhere, and even like we were talking off camera before the Penn and Teller, <clears throat> what is it called? Trick me or fool us? Fool us. I love that show because you get magicians from all over the sure. country and they do their trick and they want to see if they could. But I would say most of the time they figure it out. And when I was a magician's assistant, I would tour with this guy and I would literally stare and I would be like, I'm going to learn that trick. And I did not. I mean, I, I knew some tricks because I was part of them. Sure, right. But all of the other stuff he did, no matter how many times I would stare at it or watch it or look at that dove, you know, just right. trying to figure out how he was pulling these things off, I, I couldn't get it. So that's the beauty of magic. It is magic. There's a word that is just something that embraces us all. And everybody hears that word, and we just want to be delighted. And I can't wait. When we come back, you are going to do some magic tricks for everybody. I was supposed to bring magic? Yes. Oh, no. Well, you could pull something out of your hat, right? (laughs) I have no hat. No hat. See how good he is? Dan Fleshman, everybody. We're going to come back and see some lovely up-close magic tricks for you guys and let you know where you can find him so you can enjoy him all year round. This is one, This is TV8, everybody. We'll be right back. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. Hi, I'm Danielle Turner, the Vice President and General Manager of TVA Vail. We're proud to be your community television station, broadcasting your favorite local morning show seven days a week and bringing engaging and enriching content to our Latino community. Watch Good Morning Vale December 30th through January 2nd as we take a look back at some of our most watched content from 2023. Oh, what a year it was, but 2024 promises to be even bigger. I invite you to join us on that journey because there's always more for you on Channel 92. Happy New Year to you, and thank you for making the TV8 family part of your family. My name is Tyler Alvarez. Uh, I work here at Sweet Basil in Vail. I'm a bartender here. 
I originally came to Vail to snowboard. I slept on my sister and my cousin's couch for what was supposed to be a week, turned into two months, and then I found my own spot, and then kind of made friends and worked different places in the valley, and kind of just fell in love with it more and more every single day, and ended up finding my way to Sweet Basil through some friends who worked here and all the great things that I heard about it. And yeah, I've been here for four years now. It, it's hard to wake up in Vail and, and be upset when you look outside. It's just beautiful. My favorite part about working at Sweet Basil is definitely that I could be proud about everything that we're putting out, whether it's food, drinks. We also get to be really creative here. Uh, the bartenders, the, the whole team here, we, we workshop our menus every season. So we'll start with a spirit or an ingredient, and then we get to be really creative and, and make a whole project of it. And then when we get the final product, it's, it's a drink that we're all really proud of for the whole menu. And that's super fun, just being able to be creative and, and work with new things. And, the most fun cocktails to make, though, are definitely the ones that we get to create from scratch. When people take a sip and say, oh my god, this is delicious, or they just love it. And that's probably the most fun for me, the, the, the creativity behind it and making unique cocktails. That For me, that would be the most fun drink to make, just the, the one that you start from scratch and then people are excited about. I'm Tyler. I live and work in Vail. Come see me at Sweet Basil. Welcome aboard! Bobby Laurie and Nikki Noya have your ticket to everything you need for an on-the-go lifestyle. Grab your boarding pass. It's time to jet set. Now, I don't know about you, but I love magic. I love it. And I love magicians. 2023 was an awesome year full of magic. So let's take a look at the magician we had here on set. <clears throat> Welcome back to TV8 Vale. I am so excited. We get a little magic in our lives. I don't want to waste any more. Wait a minute. I was going to ask if you had the time. I wanted to see what time. You did. You are so bad. Oh, my God. Give me that back. Everybody, this is so cool. Magic with Dan Fleshman, and that is just a really fun trick. Now, you're going to show us some really cool things right now, and I can't wait. What are you going to start us off with? Well, uh, let's see. So when I go to the tables, you know, I mean, I, you know, I don't necessarily do a full set when I first walk up to the table because you got to decide where they're at. In the course of the evening. And the mindset know. of the people. Sure, and if they've if they ordered yet, whatever the case may be. So I might just do a couple warmer uppers, you know. This is this is one sometimes that um, That's here. where you had my watch. Check out the die. Okay. And roll roll it a couple times, just yeah, on the table. My favorite Ma number. <clears throat> came make sure up. it's not loaded. It's not loaded, everybody. Okay. Floor. So here's what we're gonna do. In just a moment, I'm just gonna turn away. And what I do is place that die in any one of the six numbers on the table you'd like, and then cover it with your hand. Okay. So I cannot see it. Let me know when you're ready. Ready. You ready? Yeah. Do you wanna change your mind? No. You like the mind you have? I love my mind. All right, great. All the things I've lost, I miss my mind the most. Concentrate on your number. Okay. Now, I'd like you to repeat that number in your mind over and over to yourself and look at me as you do this. And as you do that, send that thought to me as you keep saying over and over, I have a six. I have a six. Wow. You have a six? Good. I have a six. That's super cool. Try it again. Try it again. Oh, my gosh. Mm. You are a mentalist. 
I'm just mental. Let me know when you're ready. Okay, I'm ready. All right. You got the top number? I have the top number. Right. He didn't pick the same number, though. No, I did not. All right. I'm going to try to guess the number on the bottom of the die. Oh. Now, if I get the number on the bottom correct, I'll know what the top number is. Don't lift your hand until I ask. Okay. The number I'm seeing on the bottom is, um, I believe it's, I think it's maybe a four. Do you know how I know that? No. If you add your number to four, it's seven. You have a three? Yes. <laughs> you Turn guys. it over. You'll see a four on the bottom. Ready? I had the three, and yep, four on the bottom. Wow! Oh my God, that was fun. I, I do not, I mean, that's just you. I don't even know how to just say anything else. <laughs> Woo! I love magic. Okay, what are we gonna do next? So, this is, this is a, believe it or not, this is a little over 2,000 years old. The trick. Oh, the back I was gonna say, can I touch it? <laughs> it is the mystery of the Chinese rings. They are a mystery. And my friend from Japan, Miss Gianna Gita, taught me this very effect. I'd like to share it with you. Okay, let's do it. Got the one, two, three, and the four. When I touch one ring to the other, they will connect. Now, each ring has what they call a sweet spot. And when you find that spot, the solid ring through solid, right? Here's number two and three. What? Now, as they connect magically, they can separate just as easily or one through the other. Here we go. One hand, because I can. Because. <laughs> and once you've learned the secrets to magic, the illusion becomes as easy as one, two, and three. I'm sitting right here, you guys, and don't know how this is happening. I'm literally... <laughs> a little backstory on this. So, obviously, this, this routine is one of the oldest known I know, magic and tricks. and it still right. stupefies mm -hmm. us to this day. And so, I was at the Magic Castle in Hollywood probably in 1991 or two, and I had never met Mr. Yanagita before, so he, he and his student come over, and uh, his student says, Mr. Yanagita would like to show you his ninja ring routine, and Ooh. they had me at ninja, and, uh, and so he takes his rings out, and me and a few other guys are standing around, and he performs this routine, which, of course, we all know how it works. And when he was done, I looked at my friends and I said, I, I don't know about you guys. I was just fooled by the linking ring trick. Wow. So he took an old, old effect and made it new by taking and incorporating moves that we here in the United States had never seen before. That's awesome. And, and you know, I, I was, uh, we became friends over the years. He took me to a magic convention the next year in Japan. And then he, I was actually the first American he taught this routine to. What? His routine. And mine's a shortened version, but. I love it. I, I'm yeah. always <clears throat> just blown away by that. We got a few, couple more? Yes. I'll, I'll do, just a synoptical illusion, actually. If I just give the, everyone thinks this, but it's the deck of cards. If I just give it a little shake. It's uh, two decks, not one. That's kind of... Wow! That's all it does. But, but the <clears> box <throat> only held... Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I was a magician's assistant, and I am still blown away by every magic trick. Do you play cards? I'd like to play bridge. Oh, bri really? Yeah. Well, you're too young to be good at it. I love you. <laughs> Did you just make me younger? <laughs> now, cards are like fingerprints, and the respecters no two alike on the face. One of these cards has a mark on it. If you look closely, you'll see a mark near the center. It's rather small. Right, oh, right there. Okay. All right, it's kind of small, but. Good, it's different than everybody else. Say stop. 
Stop. All right, if you would take this card and look at it, share it with the camera if you would. All right, have I got it back? Have you seen it? Yes. Okay, if I may. Thank you. I don't want to see it. I'm going to lose your card back into the deck. Now, I knew exactly which card you were going to choose this morning. You knew before yes, I picked it? Yes, my red card matches your card, the <gasps> Eight of Spades. Is that a match Whoa, to your card? Oh, yes. All right, I'll take out one other card for myself. And in this case, Liz, I'll need your help too, if you don't mind. Four of clubs, if you would, Liz, place your hand right on top of the eight. All I do is touch the four. That leaves me the eight. Whoa! Turn over the four. Whoa! That was good in itself. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> I'm she's, clammy. She's palming the card. <laughs> One of the known methods to magicians, palming. Thanks for exposing that for the audience. I didn't know that that was a joke. Wham. <laughs> Show off. So many ways of locating cards. Um, if I give the deck just a cut, <laughs> that's one, two, three. Wow. And four. Oh, my God. And four. <laughs> and four. <laughs> Sorry about that. We're missing the uh, ace of spade. If I just give that a shake, it'll change right to the ace of spade. Oh, my gosh. Now, Are you guys' mouths open like mine? They call aces bullets if you play blackjack, ones and elevens. Uh, however, in the game of bridge, it's funny you mentioned bridge. Um, it's not, not a lot of people play that game. I love it. It's fun. Now, bridge is a point game. Okay. Each ace is four points, yes. correct? Yes, correct. And so this would be your first four. Right. Uh, when you're dealt two aces, that would be eight points for two, right? Whoa, yes. Three is 12. Hmm, that's odd. And when you're dealt all four, it's 16 points. Oh, that's 15 with a king. Okay. You know, I forgot down in Texas, they call kings cowboys. Whoa! <laughs> that's a bullet for a cowboy. I cheat every chance I get. <laughs> I love this. But, you know, people say to me, they'll say, Dan, you've changed the aces to kings. What happened to the aces? Well, there's many reasons people do not invite me to play cards. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> and those are four of them right there. What? Yay! I'm so enticed. <laughs> this is the best. I wish all my audience were this excited. <laughs> my wife never is, though. She's not? She's well, you know. You gotta have to pull She's a new one move out on. on. I'll do one more. Yes, please. This is exciting. So uh, cash, I don't like to. I'm not giving you my money. I don't money. know if I should actually say this on television, but uh, these are counterfeit. They are. They look pretty good, don't they? Yeah. Can I do a scratch and sniff test? Oh, uh, yeah, you can if you like. No <laughs> one's ever asked that. And uh, but you know, I mean, if these were counterfeit, you, I mean, who would print fake ones? Yeah, that's a little over the top. I would. <laughs> you got to print a few extra, but they're never going to check them. Right. They, don't uh, look, they look pretty real. So uh, the government's been saying, though, for years, hey, if you want to print fake ones, go ahead. We do. <laughs> Watch when I shake them. They change in the 50s. These are real $50 bills, wow. front and back. back look at me, I'm front. like, give it, give it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you even have more. Oh, yeah, there's a bunch. So first time I showed this to my wife, though, she was not impressed. Why? I'd be like, let's go to the mall. Oh, she was like, well, really? Well, if you're a real magician, change them into... Oh, no. Hundreds. Ready? I'm not a real magician. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, going back to thrifty. <laughs> but, you know, my grandfather told me many, many years ago, he said, Danny boy. That's all he said. Danny boy. That's it. That's it. Always make, oh, make sure you get a little money to burn. Oh, my God. And that's what happens to your money in Beaver Creek. <laughs> 
That was amazing. Thank you. You just made my morning so no, you made mine. bad. Thank that you so much great. for inviting me on. You guys, beautiful, beautiful magic. Now, let me ask you a question. I know we have mentioned the Chop House. How often are you there, and how can people get a table where they make sure that you come over and just make their night so much better and more entertaining? Well, I'm there Wednesday through Sundays. Okay. And from 6 till 9. Okay, Wednesday through Sunday, 6 to 9. And I'll be there till the end of March, and then I come back in the summer as well. So I'm just there season summer and ski see. season and then the best thing to do is call ahead for a reservation okay i mean there's other obviously we're coming up on a, a kind of a lull right now where it won't be as busy uh but we still recommend rec reservations at the restaurant for sure and then uh if they're interested in seeing the magic just make sure that when they call they said we, we we'd like to have the magician stop by our table mm -hmm. so they can make a notation on it so i know where i need to go at any given time, or, or you just go by the table. So it's just, right. I'm not a psychic. Um, and you're not like a mariachi band that people want you to go away. They actually want to see what you have to offer. Oh, well, sure. Sometimes they want me to go away, too. Really? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we're, yeah we're you can go like this. Poof, I'll make myself disappear. It's all good, you know. <laughs> well, that's what kids will say to me. They'll say, well, I know how you did that. I said, well, it doesn't matter because I've already been paid. <laughs> and they don't really know how you did it. That, I mean, I'm sitting here within inches from what you were doing and I didn't see any tricks. I just saw magic and that's what makes me super excited. How long have you been playing bridge? I learned how to play bridge about 20 years ago wow. from a friend of mine and we that's, were just, you know, great. having a little wine and next thing you know, I was just enjoying People that game. People love it. When they, when they... It's fun. I like gin rummy too. I like all the weird games. <laughs> <laughs> but card tricks are just phenomenal. What other things do you do tableside? The rings, the cards... Yeah, you know, rope magic, uh, some Ooh. coin magic, yes. you know, more, a little more minimalism. And so just, I, I mix it up. You know, I don't just do card tricks. I mean, I, I like to mix it up a little bit. It's good for me, too. Well, explain to me mentalism, because there's no way you knew what my die had on the numbers. So are you literally just listening to my mind? Oh, yes, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> creeping into her mind. <laughs> He's creeping into my head. Most people don't have that opportunity, so I'm sorry for that. <laughs> right. I'll be gentle next time. So. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably see circus wheels flying around right. in there right yeah, now. Yeah, what's, what's the, uh, the, the monkey's off my back, but the circus is still in town, you know? <laughs> circus is never leaving the building <laughs> That's in this right. dome. But I have to say, that was really intriguing. You just... I mean, I love magic. It just entices our senses. It entices our imagination. It makes us wonder, and it makes us feel really good. It's a universal language for everybody. Magic is just something super, super special. And I want to invite everybody to get out there and see you. Thank before you so much. March, so over at the Beaver Creek Chop House, and that's Monday through Sunday. Oh, no, Wednesday through Sunday. I see. I already forgot. Six Wednesday to nine. Through, he, can you help my mind? Can you help me remember things a little easier? Because <laughs> I tell you what. Oh, here's your watch back. Oh, no, you already took that. I'm not <laughs> going to fall for that one again. <laughs> we love magic. We love mystery. And we love to be just blown away by things that we don't get, we don't understand. And that's why we have Dan Fleshman here, everybody. I'm really happy to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you very, very much. And we have so much more show to bring you. And with Dan Fleshman... Starting it all off for us, there's nothing left but a magical morning here on TV8. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. 
Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Well, Archer and I are going to get headed on further down the trail, but I hope you'll catch up with us a little bit later. Hi. I'm Ben Roof, and I'm one of the new hosts here at TV8. I'm so excited to share all of my explorations throughout the Vale Valley with my dog, Archer, where we'll be taking you to hiking trails, biking trails, maybe we'll go rafting, fishing, or whatever else we can come up with. I'm so excited to share all of that with you in my new segment, Outdoor Adventures. Don't forget to catch up with us every day right here at TV8 Vale or at TV8Vale.com because there's always more for you on 92. Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vale Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vale. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavale.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Welcome back to the show. We have so many amazing places to go eat here in the Vale Valley. I love the food here. Grill on the Gore is one of our favorites. Let's take a look. 
One of the many places that you can come and enjoy is Grill on the Gore. And I'm standing here with executive chef John Zavarall. Thank you so much for meeting me this morning. No problem. You guys have a very delicious soup buffet. And you personally bring all of these soups to life and create them with love. I do. Um, we just kind of do assorted soups and stuff like that. I try to do, we have the signature chili, of course, which Chris mentioned. Um, and then we try to do like a vegetarian option and some sort of protein type soup. So chicken noodle, and we'll mix it up to you. Some of it's my heritage, like chicken wild rice is a Minnesotan soup. Uh, roasted butternut squash as well. We'll do some uh, wintry soups like the butternut squash. Um, I think we have a loaded baked potato coming up as well. Um, and then also a French onion later this week. Which is so amazing. And to just have that never-changing cycle of soups makes it a ton of fun to just come explore and see what you guys are offering per each day. So you kind of have an extensive background in being a chef and one of the many fabulous chefs here in our community. Now you're the executive chef here. So what brought you here? Um, honestly, a movie called Out Cold and Snowboarding. Um, I wanted to cook, so I went to Little Garden Blue Minneapolis, St. Paul after high school. Uh, came out here to do my externship at the Wildflower in 06. Uh, worked at the Wildflower Kachina for about five years. Tus um, went up to the 10th after that. And then I was a chef at Tuscanini for about four to five years. Which means that you're bringing the best of the best to the table here at Grill on the Goy. Now, as you're going through and kind of changing the soups, what inspires you each day to make that new soup? I'm just trying to diff see what, what's in season, stuff like that. Different ingredients. Um, maybe play around a little bit, too. Um, somebody mentioned, like, a hot and sour soup. Um, I did that. For, I've never made one before, so I made one a couple days ago, and it came out awesome. And um, everybody loved it, so... Which one of your big things that you guys do here is you try to locally source a lot of your product, meaning that you're bringing a lot of the things from a lot of the great places that we know here in Colorado. Um, that's correct. Um, I do like um, the uh, Zupa Toscana today as Italian sausage from a local um, place down in um, Denver. And then we also have local bison and stuff like that, whatever I can get my hands on, really. Which I think is such a cool thing that makes you guys stand out so much because it's really cool when you know exactly where the food is coming from. That way you know you're getting the best quality of food possible. Now, you've been here for a little bit of time, correct? Correct. Um, I started June 21. Which is amazing. And how do you like being here with this amazing view? Oh, it's great. I mean, views you can't match, those views. Um, golf course during the summertime and stuff like that which we have expanded menu so we'll run from like 11 to 7 uh, lots of like comfort foods burgers um, chicken sandwiches salads um, soups as well so all of the good stuff and now if people are interested in coming and seeing what soups of the day that you guys have because you're always on that constant rotation except for your signature bison chili where can they find you and what are your hours of operation right now um, I actually post the soups daily on Facebook on the Nordic Center page, and then also you can give the Nordic Center a call because usually they'll know ahead of time what soups we'll have we get, when you come in as well. There's a little poster board that um, tells which soups of the day are. And you can always tell when you get your hands on a good cup of soup based on if it's made with love, and I feel like you love what you do, so all of your food is made with love. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the seasoning and stuff like that, usually I'll make sure we taste everything before it goes out, so... That is incredible. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us, giving us all this great information, and thank you for bringing everyone this nice, warm addition to their bellies on the regular. Thank you. Make sure that you come check out The Grill on the Gore because it has a beautiful location, great food, and an amazing executive chef. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show. Good morning, Bill. 
Map Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Coming up this season on Ready, Set, Renovate, real homeowners tackle really big renos. Welcome to the ugliest house in the neighborhood. It's a wild ride from before to after. If we go to the tile store one more time, only one of us is coming out alive. (laughs) Well, I didn't know he was going to do all that. Between the budget and the timeline, it's makeover madness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at RevivalValeValley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! Our independent news hour offers diverse perspectives and unique opinions often unheard in the mainstream media, live as the news unfolds. Tune in for Democracy Now!, The War and Peace Report, weekday mornings at 9 and evenings at 6 on TV8 Vale, Comcast Xfinity, Channel 92. There's more for you on Channel 92. Welcome back to the show. We've had so many amazing human beings here on the set, and we get so excited to see the young, the youth, um, stepping up and doing amazing things with their lives. Liz got to talk to a young adult that did a TED Talk. Let's check it out. Welcome back to your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale here on TV8. I am super stoked. I am sitting on the sofa right now with a really lovely young man. Isaac Silvers, what's going on, kiddo? Oh, this is this has been a very cool day today, but yeah, um, already, yeah. Um, but it's been it's been great so far today. Uh, I woke up this morning really really tired, and I took a shower, which was not great. It was very cold, and um, <laughs> I ate some jam 
uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, now I'm here. And here you are. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, this. I have to say, you know, chatting with you before we came on the set and everything, I just think you're an incredible young guy. You have you. so much inspiration to give. You're very enthusiastic, <laughs> and you're ready to just take on life by the both reins and... Look, I love you. You're super excited. You remind me of me as a kid, except that I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. <laughs> Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Oh, my God. You were so sweet and so cute. And I want to thank your mom, Ryan, for bringing you over here today. Yes, yes. Now, you go to Vail Mountain School. Yes, I do. And um, you're a junior? Uh, no, I'm a freshman. Oh, you're a school. freshman. You're just a kid like Yeah. Um, and, you know, being a freshman is great. It's first time in high school, so it's crazy to see all these big kids walking around, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I remember that. I actually remember that feeling. I was very small. I still am. When I, when I got to high school, I was like, looking up at all the people. I know, it's, it's crazy. crazy, right? It's like everyone's so good at everything, and yeah. I'm like, what? You are too, and you're going to excel at everything. I can just oh, tell. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate you are, that. Your disenthusiasm is wonderful. Now, you've only been in Avail Valley for a very short time. Um, yes. I, I, I used to live in San Francisco, mm -hmm. and I came here for eighth grade, and um, I love it here. There are so many things to do here. Yes. I've been to so many places. I um, uh, VPAA, this theater program, mm -hmm. Field Performing Arts Academy. Yes. And it's, it's been amazing for oh, me. Oh, nice. There's so many opportunities here. So that gives you an opportunity to expand your horizons yes. in so many ways, yeah. just being part of theater yeah. and being a local kid yes. and learning so many different aspects of what you can do here in the Valley. You don't always have to just go skiing. You yes. can do so many other things we have to offer for everybody, especially... Yes. young people um but also i have been invited to this program called tedx youth veil we don't know anything about that here no i'm just <laughs> kidding that's an amazing amazing program that we have tedx and i mean that is an inspirational thing for so many yes. people and i know that you were asked to give a talk coming up yes. in a few months and that is so Exciting. Yes. I have my talk is gonna be called Choosing Nice. Choosing Nice. Yes. And wow. um it's about like how you're not naturally nice. A lot of people think I'm naturally nice and I open doors for people. I give everyone a helping hand occasionally and I Ladies, smile. future husband material. <laughs> but, <laughs> I got a But um <laughs> but like it's not that. And you know, high school is one of the hardest times to be nice. Because kids are not the <sighs> nicest in school. Yes, and, and that's one of the things we talk about in okay. our speech. And it's like high school, like not everyone's nice. And you know, you have to be you have to go above and beyond to be nice. Um, and that's and we're gonna go over the science of nice. We're gonna go who to be nice to, where to be nice, when to be nice, and why. Why should we be nice? And then wow. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, as a young adult, that's incredible because some of us cynical older people are like, I don't want to be nice to anybody anymore. They're also mean. But for you to come out at your age and want to express that, it's huge. And a TED Talk, I mean, that's a major deal. Now, let me ask you a question. Why is it important to you to spread niceness? So... Personally, I think that nice is one of the things that this world lacks, mm. and um, especially in high school. But I think that it's very possible that if we listen to each other with being nice and if we open doors for people and we give people that chance, we can then have a better world, and I oh. think we can change it. 
You're amazing. You know what? I see our new future president sitting on a sofa. You heard it here first, everybody. We got a really good future person here. No, I'm not kidding. I mean, I think it's so important. Now, let me ask you another question. How are you received in school by your peers for wanting to be so joyous and nice and sweet and kind? You know, some of them, I feel like we're kind of surprised, Yeah. right? When I first came into school, in middle school, they were like, whoa, this kid is nice. And I was like, I guess so. Um, but you know, I'm trying to, I was trying to like, you know, spread joy through people that maybe weren't so nice so they could be nice to other people because of the joy they felt. Do you feel like it works? Um, most of the time. Yes. 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 Some people just are kind of stubborn. Right. And you never know what somebody's going through, too. And especially in high school, you have some more angst than you you need because you don't even know what you're angsty about most of the time because you haven't even developed your ideas for what is what the world is supposed to be like for you. But you're right. In high school, there's a lot of changes that are going on with people. And then there's a lot of pressure with peers. And there's a lot of... You know, I don't know if popularity is as important as it used to be when I was in school. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, if you didn't wear the right pants, you weren't in the yeah. in crowd. And I've watched all the 90s movies. Okay, so you know. <laughs> and thank you for saying 90s. <laughs> you don't know, know who you're talking to. But that's okay because, yeah, I was in high school in the 90s. I look really good for 75. <laughs> but I don't tr- believe it. No, I love you so much already. But the truth is, is that you're right. And then you, if you can start at the core of a certain emotion and if you can just inflect that out and spread it 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 is contagious and I do think it will catch on and I think it might be a little harder than it is to be a bully because for whatever reason bullying is easy I I mean I don't know why but it just seems to come easier because people it's just almost like you know, it's natural for people to just come at somebody, yeah, yeah. but when they have somebody like you, and you're nice and tall, <laughs> and you got the long, flowing, beautiful hair, so I could see you walking up into a bully and saying, be nice. And they'll be like, okay, as opposed to like trying to want to pick on you or anything like that. So I think that you are an ambassador. For the kids. And I think that if you continue on with this, I think there's a special turnaround that we can because it all starts with the kids, doesn't it? Yes. And I mean, your mom, obviously, is just a wonderful human being because look at you. You're really wonderful. (laughs) You want to spread joy and happiness and you're super smiley and just a happy guy. You remind me of me when I was younger because I was like, like, yeah, I'm so excited about life in general. But I did not try and pass around happiness, which I wish I did. But I mean, I just think it's a very important thing. So I really appreciate your stand and your outlook on life where do you see yourself in 10 years from now that's a really good question I I've always wanted to be um, an actor oh, a nice. singer and so from 10 years now I'm hoping that I get to be a professional actor but I also really want to be known as kind of a nice guy and if yeah. I want I want people to remember me as a nice guy but actor and singer would be great too can you sing um, yes, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got nervous. I don't think you sing. Don't worry. He's going to break out a song right now at 830, 7.30 in the morning. But, um, so no, that's a really great thing to look forward to because you have your doors open for so many things. We are in a part of the theater program right now. I told you about the Vale Valley, you know, theater company as well. You can check into that. But I think young minds that are jumping into theater and, all of that amazing th- stuff, yes. 
it just opens your mind, it opens your horizons, and it gives you a much bigger outlook on the world because yes. you're not only associating with kids who are on the, the, the soccer team or the baseball team. Yes. You're not only talking to the people that are in the math science division. You are also exploring an entire other part of life with different people. Yes. Um, from the sciences of being nice, mm -hmm. um, when you're nice to someone, it, it gives you like kind of this chemical that makes you feel good and it dopamine makes, yes 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 and then and then another person feels good because you did that nice act to someone like even something as small as helping someone pick up a pencil or picking up papers mm -hmm. when they drop something around school it it makes them feel better and yes. you know maybe they won't show that but no no act is ever is ever unnoticed exactly i agree with you i feel one time, I was walking around. I wasn't feeling super great. I was just like, you know, I'm a funk. And a woman came up to me, and she was, smile, you're so beautiful. And it just turned my, because I, I don't see that. But, I mean, it turned my whole day around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just for somebody to just give you an act, a tiny little act of kindness goes such a long way. And after that, I mean, I've always been a, a good person. I will hold the door for somebody. If I see somebody walking with groceries that are falling out of their arms, I'll run over and say, may I help you? Yeah. And for the most time, it's received with joy. Exactly. And then every once in a while, you will get somebody that's just crankified and they're not ready to accept. But it doesn't mean that you didn't impact them, even if they don't look at you in the way that you would hope for the receiving of your kindness. Yes. It doesn't mean that you still haven't gotten to them a little bit because some people are just struggling. And then yes. if they give you a dirty look and you're like, hi, and then, you know, don't let that take your joy away because you have impacted them. Yes. Whether they're smiling back at you or not, I believe that that is an emotion that we can spread and continue to spread. Yes all throughout our lives. I know, and I think that this TED Talk will help spread that, especially because TED is such a big, big open uh, social media kind of enterprise or thing, and it's, it's amazing. I think that definitely more people will be able to understand that. Absolutely. And now, what is your impersonation of a TED Talk? Like, where, where do you see the TED Talks that we take place today? Bringing us in the future. Um, I think that if we look at some of the TED Talks of before, we get to learn a lot of things. I watched this TED Talk on procrastination, and it was it was hilarious. There was this monkey that was like that was <laughs> taking over the wheel, and you're like trying to like drive the wheel in order to get st stuff done. But then all of a sudden, this panic monster comes in, and then like, oh, I have to do this right now. So <laughs> I, I think that TED Talks it it really hits there. It kind of it kind of gets you to feel what you need to feel. It teaches you things that you, maybe you haven't been taught before. And I think it teaches you in a way that that is is from a person you don't know that may or may not really affect you. And you know what? That was just a perfect way to describe it. And I mean I'm sometimes that angst monster with the monkey at the wheel. And yeah. you know, I mean if I saw a TED talk, it, it teaches all of us. It gives us some kind of guidance and appreciation for what we go through in life and how we handle it. Yes. And I have a feeling you were going to be a one big, successful human being. And I'm super proud to have you on the sofa with me this morning. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, my God. You're super special. This is Isaac Silvers, everybody. I want to give you a big round of applause. <laughs> Nobody's here. But I just think you're wonderful and amazing. Now, let everybody know 
when the TED Talk is and when they can see you. Okay, so the TED Talk is on Sunday, April 16th, and I hope you all come, but it's going to be um, a multitude of different speakers. It's going to be around three hours long. There's a special guest coming. Ooh. His name is Cody Qualls, and he's, a, he's, a, he's been on Red Rock. He's an award-winning singer, he, um, and I hope I get to sing with him. Yeah. And there's going to be speakers. There's going to be eight to ten speakers from ranges of 14 to 17 years old who speak about creativity, politics, and insecurities, and it's, and it's amazing to see how they do it. We need many more minds like Isaac Silvers, I have to tell you. I am super proud to have you here. I hope that your goal and your mission for niceness gets spread throughout the community and then beyond as you grow older. And maybe I'll have you back here before April to do a song for us. What do you think? <laughs> I would love that, actually. Oh, my God. I'm going to have you back. Isaac is a wonderful <laughs> guest. Thank you so much for being here. TED Talks coming up in April, and we're definitely going to look forward to seeing Isaac Silvers. This is Liz with Isaac Silvers, and we'll be back with more show right after this. Good morning, Bell. Hi, I'm Ben Belgrad, and I'm the owner of Drinking Vessels here at Bat Country Studios in Minturn. And I've been in the Valley for seven years. Um, I moved to the Valley because a friend helped me to get my vision off the ground, building my glass studio here, um, and being so close to snowboarding. So here at the studio, we're acting as a broker for 50 to 100 artists from around the country. We also offer glassblowing classes, and we bring many artists from around the country here to be able to work and create art collaboratively and be so close to skiing and all the activities we have here in the Valley. Here at Drinking Vessels, we specialize in handmade glass drinkware from artists around the country and around the world. Some of these are produced as more of an item you could get in sets and kind of get different color options as time goes on. And some of these are completely one of a kind uh, and really high-end art that's unlike anything people have seen before. While I'm an artist myself here at the studio, I'm representing between 50 and 100 other artists from around the country and most of these artists are able to spend most of their time working on their art while we help handle their marketing and their sales and the distribution and representation, allowing them more time to focus on their art. That's really my privilege in running this business is creating that support and providing that platform for this big group of artists that are part of a movement that's very important to me. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. When people think of world-class destinations, they're drawn to a place that provides opportunities for fine dining, shopping, superior lodging, exciting events, and unparalleled outdoor activities. Park City, Utah and Vail, Colorado are renowned destinations for travelers and extraordinary homes for residents. Feature your exceptional products and services in these two luxury communities. Advertise with Park City Television and TV8 Vail. Contact us today. TV8, there's more for you on 92. 
serving the local community 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You're watching K34QB, Vail, Colorado. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Happy Saturday. I am stoked. Guess what? We're going to take a look back even further into 2023. So sit right back, have your coffee, stay right there because Good Morning Vale starts right Do you have an interesting hobby or skill you'd like to share for Vail Valley? We want to hear from you. We're looking for people to share their musical, artistic, culinary, woodworking, athletic, or technical talents on Good Morning Vail. If you'd like to share your talents with the community, email danielle at tvavail.com. Join the community conversation. There's more for you on 92. Did you know that all Eagle County residents and visitors can get a free Eagle Valley Library District card? All you need is a photo ID. You get our online databases and resources, free music, free streaming, all from wherever you have internet access. Free audiobooks and e-audiobooks straight to your phone. Go into your Eagle Valley Library District branch today and get your library card. Welcome to Street Magic. I'm Elizabeth Stanton with some of the most terrifying stunts, extraordinary extreme escapes, and the most amazing cutting edge magicians you'll ever see in one show. Get ready to have your mind turned inside out. The hand is definitely quicker than the eye. It's fake. <laughs> When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. 
We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Are you looking for exciting and nutritious recipes to cook at home? Watch Colorful Cooking with Tracy Miller on TV8 Vale. Tracy brings you the best in fresh and healthy foods for the active outdoor lifestyle. Stream online at tv8vale.com or find us on Comcast Xfinity Channel 92. There's more for you on 92. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, we all love to read here at Good Morning Vale, and the wacky winter reading, yes, say that four times fast, is one of our favorite things in the winter to do. Liz talked to Max all about wacky winter reading. Welcome back to the show. I am Liz, your host for your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale here on TV8. I love surrounding myself with special people, but this morning it's been exceptional because I've been surrounding myself with very special young men. You know, and it's going to be no different right now. We all have a wonderful boss-in-chief and woman extraordinaire, Danielle Turner. She runs the show here and does such an amazing job. And she gave me my job, so I love her. But she also has an incredible son. Sitting here with me is Max Turner. What's going on, Max? What's going on, Liz? Nothing much. Just hanging out with young men today, having a great time, feeling old. It's a good morning. <laughs> it really is a great morning, and I love to be inspired by young minds and people that really are ready for a future and to be positive. Now, you're over at Battle Mountain High, yeah. so I'm excited about that to have you guys here. Just a couple of different high schools to represent for yeah. the community. And now you have something coming up called the Wacky Winter Reading oh. Program. Uh, we've done a reading program for a number of years. Here. Okay, now what is this and why do you call it Wacky? A Wacky Winter Reading Program we uh, do in the winter, and it's a, kind of a campaign to encourage children to uh, read more books. We go from like kindergarten up to you know the seniors in high school. Mm-hmm. Our main goal is for them to read 10 books or 1,000 pages. You know. What? 10 books or 1,000 pages within how much time? Does it matter? We do within a couple months and you fill out a little paper. Uh-huh. Maybe give you a little prize. Not too much information on that. Okay, so the prize <laughs> is a surprise. It's a surprise, And yeah. it's also the Eagle Valley Library District. Yeah. And obviously, looking sponsors. at the screen right now, this is how people can enter for this. Mm-hmm. You can just sign up. Is it a free program? It's a free program, yes. That's even more special. So it's all through TV8 and the Eagle Valley Library program, and yes. that's really special. Now, how many books have you read so far in this program? I'm slacking a little bit. I'm only at six books right now. Only at six. I don't think I've read six books in my life, <laughs> so good for you. <laughs> I have an attention span problem. So how many books do you plan on reading, and tell me what your favorite genre is. I'm a big fan of like mystery and like dystopian future kind of stuff. Ooh! I plan on getting a little bit above ten, reading fifteen. Um, when it comes to kids in high school, like myself, we're expecting more to read towards the thousand pages mark, while the children are looking more at like picture books that are you know, like well, ten yeah. pages long. Right, and that's really special. Do you get to choose and select what you want to well, read? Yeah, I want to encourage people to. You know, broaden the horizons a bit, read many genres, read different types of books. Mm-hmm. But it's totally up to you what you want to read. 
That's pretty cool because they used to force us to read certain books in school and that was all we were allowed to read. And I was traumatized by some of those <laughs> books. So it's great that you get to pick things that are a different type of genre. So you can read something that's super funny. Then you can read something that's dystopian futuristic like you just said. I don't even know what dystopian means, but yeah, you'll tell me later. And then um, you can go into mystery or science or romance or anything like that. I mean, maybe high school romance isn't really the, the thing for you guys just yet. But I think it's amazing because you're expanding your horizons, you're broadening your mind, and you're opening up your skill set to learn about different things that you might not have any does any knowledge of whatsoever what is your favorite book you've read to date i read it recently um kind of late to the uh, trend but i've been reading the hunger games franchise you have yeah i'm currently at the second book uh, catching fire right now maybe try and get that third book in uh, for my 10 books but Uh yeah i'm absolutely loving that franchise that's incredible i always liked when i was you know younger when I, i would always like to read things that were continuing on like you just mm-hmm. said a franchise and things like that so you never watched the show that's a movie that has not I watched mean a movie i'm sorry yeah <laughs> i've not watched the movie never yet. okay i think it's cooler to read the book than yeah. to see the movie because there's much more detail there's mm-hmm. much more description and just you really get the grit of the story when you're reading as opposed to watching oh yeah there's much more distractions when you're watching yeah. you know what i mean you see everything going on but mm-hmm. now you get to just sit there and read and what about that book makes you so happy what about the franchise makes you excited oh, just the plot how they always just like leave you on a cliffhanger at the end of every chapter making you just want to keep reading on nice it just got me hooked <laughs> that's nice so it's like kind of like a soap opera but with some depth <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of depth and a little yeah. bit more uh, substance to it, right? <laughs> that is super cool. I just think it's really wonderful that you're part of this program. Now, um, how many kids can be part of it? Just everybody can. Oh, everybody can. Right? And it's everybody up to seniors. Kindergarten to 12th grade. T- kindergarten to 12th grade. And I mean, when I, I, from what I actually recall, you know, the, like you said, the picture books are great for the kids, mm-hmm. for the younger ones, and then you get to read, and as you get older, you get to go into more expansive reading material. Yeah. Well, I think that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I love it. I'm just surrounded by the future today, everybody, and the men here, I say men, that have been on my sofa are just a great example of what we can expect for our future generation. And boy, you know what? It's promising. It makes me excited and it makes me thrilled. Max, I love you. You're a great kid. And thanks for happening to be here in the studio <laughs> so I could bring you on for the Wacky Reading Weather, uh, the Wacky Reading Program. The reading Program. <laughs> yeah. The Wacky Winter Reading Program. What's it called in the summer? That's the summer fun reading program. Woo! So it's always fun, it's always wacky, and it's always enjoyable. Reading is a way to expand our horizons, our mind, and our future endeavors. Thank you so much for being with me. Max, close out the show with me. This is Liz on TV8 with Max Turner, everybody. (laughs) Woo! We are glad to be here. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. We'll be back with more show after all of the great things that we have for you guys here on the weekend. Eyepieces of Veil has been a fixture in the Veil community for over 30 years. From designer frames and sunglasses to high-performance sports frames, prescription goggles and in-demand accessories like helmets, goggle lenses, and foldable reading glasses, our inventory raises the optical bar. Visit one of our seven locations today and see why generations of loyal customers return time after time for our unmatched service and inventory. Eyepieces, the art of vision. 
familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast, nuestra página web cba.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. How many personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I do. So even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on Flash Deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness. When you're in Vail, you're in vacation mode, and you need a flexible home tour experience that fits into your schedule. We've transformed how you view and buy homes in the Vail Valley. With immersive, cutting-edge technology, you can explore properties 10 times faster. In our lounge, we guide you through this digital world on a 16-foot screen where you can imagine your next home in comparison to your favorite recreational spots. Say goodbye to multi-day home tours and hello to a quick stop between your other plans. That's the power of the immersion theater. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. February 9th, we got to talk to Nap Ranch. Let's take a look. Are you looking for the perfect Valentine's Day gift? Maybe you have that loved one who likes to be a little bit healthier with their chocolate. Well, Nap Harvest has brought in a beautiful gift basket, and we've got Carrie Hogan joining me on the couch. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning. Um, I have to admit to being a chocoholic. I'm, I'm doing it here. I'm admitting it right now. Welcome, Carrie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So I just wanted to bring in and point out some of these wonderful healthy chocolates that we have. You know, chocolate is good for you. In some, you know, like uh, not so not so much of it maybe that I like to eat. But anyway, I mean, it really is good for you in, you know, small quantities. And this is a beautiful little local chocolate company called Spirit Chocolate. And she's got these great labels, one's Believe, one's Joy, one's Magic. They're all different flavors of chocolate. They're all made here, artisan made, with love. They're really delicious. They're vegan. They're rich. I, I could go on and on. You know, we also have these wonderful, uh, I love these pollinator candies. So these are all made with honey instead of white sugar. 
and they're all different flavors, and that goes to help support the bees. So, of course, we are all about that at Nap Ranch. So, you know, a Nap Harvest loves to have all these great products. Now, these little caramels come from Steamboat. And they're amazing. They are amazing, addictive, too. Um, they're made with honey, not sugar. So, like, a lot of caramels stick to your teeth. These do not. They, what makes them stick to your teeth is the corn syrup. Right. So, which is no good for your body. So, these are fabulous in a lot of different flavors. Uh, you know, so there's all sorts of things like these these Bee Gardens chocolate toffees. Uh, wow. Um, again, made with honey. So it, when you're buying sweets for your Valentine, make sure it's not that kind that just gives them a, a really bad buzz. <laughs> well, <laughs> you so did you know that today's National Chocolate Day? Oh, well, of course I did. Right. Because um, you're <laughs> speaking all of my language here. And I'm like, uh, of course right, so I did. I'll be your Valentine's. Mine, <laughs> Absolutely. Right? <laughs> I mean, we haven't even chocolate honey. Okay, let's you look know, at this. Let's just talk about putting some benefits and the chocolate together, and it's calco. So it's dark chocolate, which is better for you, um, and the honey mixed in. I can't imagine. Spread it on some strawberries. I don't know. I might just eat it right out of the jar. <laughs> right. There's so many <laughs> options for it. And then you got to love this cookie company, the Gnarly Mountain cookie company and they are delicious as well soft wonderful different flavors and you know they're local they're i think they're bolder when so, i looked at this i was like this has to be like an oatmeal cookie <laughs> it's salted key lime pie oh i know they're, they've got wow. crazy crazy flavors you know these and, and so there's lots of fun things to do to give to your valentine that are healthier aren't those adorable and again Delicious. They're so cute. It is so cute. So, you know, and then we have, you know, bee towels and lots of little gift things, uh, cards, things like that, so that you can show the people you love. Now, that is just adorable. I'm this sorry. This is the cutest thing So I've that's ever a seen. seed bomb in there. So on the on the bottom of the stick is what the flower is in there. You take off the, the cardboard, you plant it upside down in a pot, and there you have your little flowers for the summer, and you can put it back in your garden. I just think that's adorable as well. Naps Nectar Honey, always sweet and good for you. So, you know, we're going to continue to talk about, you know, healthy hearts in, in February. And, I mean, these little gifts just show people that you love. They don't have to, it doesn't have to be a lover. It can be your friends. It can be your kids. It can be a neighbor that means something to you. It's just really um, wonderful to show love. It, your heart is a, uh, is a muscle. Mm -hmm. And by loving it, you're exercising it. So forget the gym, just love people. That's a really good exercise <laughs> to this, this, broaden your heart. <laughs> this is what I needed to hear this morning because yeah. we were just having that conversation about Whoops. exercising more into the new year. Okay, so everyone can come down and they yeah. can get their hands on one of these beautiful gifts. Oh, yeah, and then little to die you know, for. Uh, pillows. We have original artwork. We have all sorts of things down at Nap Harvest. It's like an indoor farmer's market. You know, we're open seven days a week, and we have so many of the vendors that you would see at our local farmer's markets, like, you know, Caleb's Catch, Vale Meats, uh, Decadence Cheesecakes, all of those kind of people are inside uh, Nap Harvest all the time. So it's great. And then, you know, with February, we, you know, are shining a light on the heart and also healthy, how to be have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular heart disease can be avoided by your diet. Now, oh. you can go visit Big Farm mm -hmm. and open that cabinet, but I'm shining a light on the heart. 
and also healthy, how to be have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular heart disease can be avoided by your diet. Now, oh. you can go visit Big Farm mm -hmm. and open have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular heart disease can be avoided by your diet. Now, oh. you can go to Big Farm mm -hmm. and open have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by your diet. Now, oh. you can go to the farm mm -hmm. and open the have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by your diet. Now, oh. you can go to the farm Mm -hmm. And open the have a healthy heart. And you know, about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by your diet. Now, oh. you can go to the farm mm -hmm. and open the have a healthy heart. And you know, about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by your diet. Now, oh. you can go to the farm mm -hmm. and open the have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by your diet. Now, oh. you can go to the farm mm -hmm. and open the have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% percent of cardiovascular can be avoided by diet. Now, oh. you can go to the farm mm -hmm. and open the have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by diet. Now, oh. you can go to the farm mm -hmm. and open the have a healthy heart. And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by diet. Now, oh. you can go to the farm mm -hmm. and open the And, you know, about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by diet. Now, oh. you can go farm mm -hmm. and open and you know about 42% of cardiovascular can be avoided by it now oh. you can go percent of cardiovascular can be avoided now, oh. you can go percent of cardiovascular be avoided by it. Now, oh. you can go
percent of cardiovascular be avoided diet. Now oh. you can. Percent of cardiovascular be avoided diet. Now oh. you can. Percent of cardiovascular be avoided diet. Now oh. you can. At Revival Boutique Med Spa, we take an integrative and holistic approach to skincare, focusing on the bigger picture when treating our clients. We use only result-driven and science-based products that contain clean, organic, wild-crafted, and research-based ingredients. From injectables, facials, to body contouring, we offer anything related to looking your best self. Find us in the Riverwalk in Edwards. For a complete list of services, visit us online at RevivalVale.com. Follow us on Instagram at Valley. Fall in love with your skin again. There's lots to love at Revival. Mind. Body. Beauty. Hi there. Are you ready to explore famous neighborhoods from New York City to Kentucky? Watch The Neighborhood with host Nicole Newman. Featuring famous people, unique history, and delicious places to eat and drink. Our viewers get an inside personal look at each neighborhood. With each episode we learn, grow, laugh, and live like a local, not just a visitor. Welcome to the neighborhood. Check your local program schedule and tune in. Good morning, Vail. So we're taking a look at all of our favorite interviews in 2023. I can't believe it's already been a year. Let's take a look at the C. Anthony Gallery and see what we were talking about. 
If you're looking for something very fun to do for the next couple of days, well, you should make your way up to the C. Anthony Gallery and meet Britain because she is an amazing local artist here. And I heard that your pieces can turn a house into a home. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> I love that too. When he said that, I was like, oh, I'm so stealing that from you, Eric. And so people can come up here and meet you and hear the inspiration behind your incredible works of art. Yeah, ask me any questions you want. Talk to me about a commission. This is a perfect time. Yeah, make your house a home. Make your house a home. And I think that that is so cool because we've chatted before and yeah. we've been in this exact area with all these incredible pieces that you have around us. And we've heard a little bit about your story. So for people who don't know who you are and what kind of art you do, do you want to give them a brief overview? Sure, I'd love to. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, my work is definitely interpretive. It's about your experience with it. It's not about anything in particular. It's a feeling. And I want it to evoke a memory in you that feels good. Um, something that you cherish, um, a reflection of you personally. So it's important for me, for you to have the experience with the art. It's not really about me when I finish the piece. It's all about you. Which I think is so cool and such a unique way to look at the art. Now, we have a great organization here. It's called the Vale Symposium, and they did this incredible program years ago where they brought a neurologist in a art collector and a curator to a gallery and they talked about how pieces of art can take you to the same state as meditation can and Absolutely. I feel like you capture that so well in your art yeah um that's the state I'm in when I paint people always ask me that um I'm I'm in this state of total bliss like I'm in my bubble and I don't think about anything it's it truly is that place of personal serenity and I I just surrender to that that space of nothingness where everything is possible and what comes out is totally organic and it just flows and I I don't fight with it I just allow it and that's that's the magic you know and and I like to think that that is what um people pick up when they experience the art as it takes them back into themselves into that same space where they can feel good and remember something awesome. Which I think is so unique and I think that's one of the special parts about your art and you have had this wonderful collaboration with C. Anthony Gallery for quite yeah. some time <laughs> yeah. because you do such an amazing job and you have so many different pieces and so many different sizes so people can really come and find that perfect piece to make their house a home. Yeah, yeah, I've been here a long time, um, 17 years, which is <laughs> amazing. hard to believe. It makes me feel a little old, but that's good. <laughs> no, it's so cool to see that you're such a well-known local artist, and you have such a beautiful collection here, and then you've got a really unique piece up front that's going to benefit Battle Mountain right now oh, that yeah, we should talk yeah, about. we should talk about that, yep. Sure. Yeah, I mean, everything is about the layers, so it's all about the experience, and um, I, I feel that way with this gallery, too. Every year is built on itself and evolved into something really beautiful. Which we love to see, and we love to get to take the time to chat with you and learn all of this great information, because I feel like you're such a strong inspiration to so many, and I feel like this piece that you are giving, donating to Battle Mountain, yeah. is such a unique piece that's going to help those kids who truly look up to you as an artist kind of get their footing in maybe the art world. 
Yeah, it, it's um, basically you can sponsor a student to go on their annual trip to L.A. for art enrichment. They're going to a bunch of different museums, and hopefully it'll just light that spark within, and we'll get some future artists out of it. Now, as you were kind of finding your footing in your career, who were some of the artists that inspired you the most? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I've got a handful. I definitely... I definitely um, resonate with Mark Rothko a lot for color theory and just the emotion of color. Um, Caravaggio back in the Renaissance for just that deep, dark richness and the play of light. Like, I love the contrast and the drama that he created. And then I think Gustav Klimt is also, a, a you know, an influence as far as just the the metallics and kind of the um, the design that lays in the fabric of everything. And then maybe one more is Frida Kahlo, just for her radiance and I power. love Frida. She's one of my favorite artists to this yeah, day. Her, and her rebellious spirit, you know, that... I think that's important. It's one of those things that draws you into an artist, and that's one of the appeals that you have for so many people because your art does resonate with that simple side, that peace, that remembering of a moment. Universal language, yeah. That's what the the universal language of art is really inspiring. Which, if you had to pick a highlight moment of your career, which would you pick? A highlight moment? Um... There are many. I would say one of the first that I, that I really still cherish is um, there was a family that came in. Gosh, this must have been the first year I was showing in the gallery. And one of my very first paintings that, um, that I really had an emotional attachment to, you know, it was something that I had just kind of discovered what I do now, you know, just really putting my heart and soul into it and, and letting it be, allowing it to happen and, um, and surrendering to that, that whole process. And this family came in and they actually saw, um, they had just lost one of their children and they had an experience with the art where they felt that child in the painting. And I will never forget that because it was just, I realized then that the power of what a piece of art can evoke mm-hmm. and um, the peace that they found in that, knowing that he was safe and, and had moved on. And um, yeah, that one, <laughs> that's a heavy one, but it's, um, that one will stay with me forever. I just got head to toes, (laughs) goosebumps, and my eyes, I feel like, are starting to water as well, and that's one of those moments where you know you've made the right choice and the right steps in your career path because you are doing what you love, and you're being in the place that you love, and you're having these moments where you do get to fully surrender, but you're also helping people find that peace and find that, I mean, wonderful moment where that art is going to make that house a home. Yeah, it's so far beyond me, you know, it's, it's, um, it's above all of that. You are such an inspiration. Your work is absolutely breathtaking, and you can see the power that it holds within you and then within the people that are interested in it. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to meet with us and giving me all this great information. I still have goosebumps. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more of the show.
Lion's Head Jewelers Fossil and Mineral Gallery. Located in the heart of Lion's Head Village for over a decade, our 4,000 square foot gallery boasts a one-of-a-kind experience that cannot be found anywhere else in Vail. We carry the most exquisite array of fine jewelry, high-end minerals, and museum-quality fossils. We invite you to come in and explore all the history and beauty that nature has to offer. in exploring the everyday lives of community members here in the Vale Valley. Hear their inspiring stories of how they came here, their contributions to our community, and why they chose to call this place home. We want you to be one of our neighbors. If you would like to be featured or nominate someone to be featured, please send an email to danielle at tv8vale.com. We look forward to featuring your story right here on TV8. Do you love the outdoor lifestyle? Make sure you tune in every day at 8 p.m. to catch Scoreboard Nation. It's an outdoor lifestyle show dedicated to your three favorite mountain towns, Vail Beaver Creek, Park City, and Reno Tahoe. Join us for an incredible venture. Find us on TV8 Vail, Park City Television, or at thescoredboardnation.com. We can't wait to see you there. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, I love taking a look at the past year and all the cool things we've done. And not only do we cover things locally, we cover them nationally as well. Mark, got to talk to Liz in California. Let's take a look. Welcome back to your Saturday edition of Good Morning Vale here on TV8. As you can see, we have the fabulous Mark Sassy with us. He's over in the High Sierras. It's the WPST revival of pro ski racing. The first day, you're going to pretty much take us on a trip back in time, right? Oh, Liz. Anyways, I want to say first off, this is great that we can actually uh, we can do these kind of Zoom connections and share with all of our viewers um, other things going on that we do here with, uh, with the TV station and what we do in general. And this is a great one. This is really a, a spectacular event um, in a place called Bear Valley, which is kind of located centrally south of Lake Tahoe, north of Yosemite in the High Sierra. And I drove in here yesterday, and they're looking at probably 370 inches of snow wow. already season to date. Um, and this is a big ski race. This is a big deal for, for Bear Valley. The Will Pro Ski Tour used to be here back in the 70s. And it's been about 55 years um, since they've seen pro racing, which is head-to-head, dual side-by-side racing. Uh, and it's returned, and the resort has really embraced it. And it's going to be a great time, a great weekend here at Bear Valley. I am so excited, and I'm really thrilled that we can do this live. We're in California and Colorado at the same time. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so have you teased anybody on what we do here? What's going on? I got the snowmakers in the, in the, you guys see what's going on. They're moving all kinds of snow from, uh, last night. They picked up a bunch more snow once again. So it's going to be a little raw over here. I'm going to shift my, my location a little bit so we don't disturb anybody, but I'll walk this way a little bit. So let me give everybody a little bit of a, a history lesson on what the Wolf Pro Ski Tour is. Sound good, Liz? That sounds like a good starting point. I am really excited because it's good that we have an idea of what this is all about. So we're happy to hear the history. <laughs> all right. So, so, so first off, um, the World Pro Ski Tour has been around 
since the seventies and it's come and gone, um, over the, you know, over the past 50 plus years. Um, and this is, uh, a resurgence for the world pro ski tour. Uh, this is the fifth time, uh, it's been around now this, during this fish, this, uh, this next big push for, for about five years now. And really what it's based around is, you know, a lot of people are familiar with like the world cup and, and Alpine ski racing, what Michaela Schifrin does, what Ted Ligeti did, what Bodie Miller has done, what all of the, the racers that people know that are on the national teams and the guys that race in the Olympics. Um, but the World Pro Ski Tour gives, gives professional ski racers an opportunity to, to compete and make money right up front. So when you're done racing here today over the weekend, uh, one person is going to walk away with a check for 10 grand today a male and a female each, and then tomorrow. So, you know, there's a lot of prize money at stake here. And a lot of these racers, Liz, are people that have raced on national teams or they're NCAA champions and Olympians. And unless you're on, like, the A-team, let's for, say, for example, for the U.S. ski team, unless you're on the A-team, you have to pay your way around Europe for the entire winter. And it's hard for a lot of these racers because they can't afford it. But they want to continue to race. So they can come to the World Pro Ski Tour and race with all of their buddies that are taking a break from the national teams or whatever it is they're doing. And they can walk away with some cash and maybe kind of help to incentivize themselves to either pursue that that national team career once again or just to go and have fun and make some money. And it's uh, it's pretty spectacular. And this place right here, I'll turn it around real quick. This is part of the, the Bear Valley area as we continue this conversation. Just so you know... When the Pro Tour here was at Bear Valley back in the 70s, this was also a hot spot for celebrities. So big names that, that really focused on Bear Valley places were people like uh, Robert Conrad and Lloyd Bridges. And a lot of celebrities would use Bear Valley because it's, it's a nifty little funky place. It's kind of tucked away from all the other Lake Tahoe resorts and the Kirkwoods and all these places where everybody goes. This is a place where they could come and go and hide out and, and kind of do their own thing. Um, so it really has some um, spectacular history, not alone with the World Pro Ski Racing, but just with skiing and celebrities and stuff in general. It's pretty neat. It's also just such a vast open space right there. It's gorgeous. And yeah, it's pretty neat. And if I can, I'm going to make my way over this way. So the way these racers uh, for the Pro Tour race, uh, it's not like your normal racing also. So the racing is bracketed. So it's real easy for people that don't follow ski racing in general. Cause I know for a lot of people, when you watch a ski race, it's one person going at a time and then you're waiting and then you find out that so-and-so is a little bit faster, but you don't really, unless you understand ski racing, you don't fully understand why that guy was faster than that guy. But with the head to head racing, they're side by side and you can see the entire course um, from top to bottom. So when somebody comes over the finish line, everybody knows why that person did better than the other person. And there's two courses. There's a red course and a blue course. So there are two racers that are bracketed up against each other will race against each other on each course. And then when those two runs are done, one of those people will advance and the other person won't. But it's really easy to follow. 
That's incredible. I have a visual of what you're discussing because you're so good at describing what's going to happen. I wish we could <laughs> literally see it happening right now. How excited are you to be there for this entire event? Uh, we had our, uh, our, our racer meeting last night, and uh, the Bear Valley Lodge, which is the place where all of these celebrities spend a lot of time, is uh is one to behold maybe we could even do a zoom call tomorrow and do it again and i can show you that area because it is it is a blast from the past um there's an elevator that is like carpet lined the walls are lined with carpeting and it looks like it's been there for <laughs> a long time it's just there's just things like that everywhere i don't know if you can see liz I'm walking over towards the base of the race course. Okay. And it might be too far away, but tell me if you can make out that at all right there. Yes, I see the lifts and I see little tiny people going down the little hill over there and I see the beautiful trees. And do you see, see the red do you see the red gates and the blue gates? You cannot make that out cuz that this right here is the finish line area. Let me see again. Oh yes, totally. So that's where they're going to all come flying down and see who came in first, second, and third. Yeah, and along the course, there are three jumps. That's another thing that's very uh, spectacular and very unique to pro racing. They have jumps that they have to navigate while they're skiing through the gates. And How high are these jumps? Uh, the jumps are, you know, probably six feet tall. Oh, my god! But these guys, the guys and girls are moving pretty fast, and... They have to navigate how they come off the jump to be set up for the next gate. Um, so you just kind of never know. There's always a lot of carnage here at the Pro Tour because they get a chance to go up and explore the race course, but they can't really officially run the whole course until the race starts. And they're racing, Liz. This is kind of a neat story. They're racing on a trail called Feather Duster. And I spoke with Tricia, who's a part of Bear Valley in their marketing department. She did a bunch of research for me and found out where the trail got its name. Mm -hmm. And back back in the 60s, they had an instructor here. He went by the nickname of Chico. Chico. And Chico, Chico skied the trail before it was named. And his comment was, wow. He's like, that'll dust your feathers really fast. <laughs> um, so management caught wind of it, and they decided to name the trail Feather Duster. And it is, hands down, the steepest track that any of the racers – in the current day world pro ski tour have seen and you know typically we race over in steamboat we'll race uh somewhere in maine we'll race uh we race at eldora and echo mountain and we raced in aspen and all the racers are used to those courses but this course right here no one's ever raced on it before wow so the levy level the playing field has been leveled for everybody so it's going to be it's going to be an entertaining day today we have two races one for the guys and one for the girls today and then tomorrow we also have back-to-back -back races for the guys and girls again. But the first thing this morning, all the guys and the girls have to go up and qualify so they can make the round of 16 to get bracketed into the, into the, into the layout for the afternoon. So a lot about to happen here at Bear Valley here, and it's uh, going to be a lot of fun for sure. I can't believe you're there. This is super exciting. Let me ask you a question. Have you attempted any of this yourself? Uh, I mean, no, not really. I mean, I grew up ski racing. I raced through high school and college. Um, and I was aware of the pro ski racing back in the eighties and nineties, because that was when it was, it was getting popular once again. And I came from Maine where, uh, pro racing 
spent a lot of time on the tour. That was one of the stops on the tour. And my parents actually housed some of the racers, some of the French guys, um, in their house. And my mom would cook for them because it was just a, like a big family. So, no, I've never done it. But it's all kind of in my blood. I've done a lot of this race. This, I've been around it for a long time, so to speak. I can't thank you enough for coming to us and bringing all the excitement from California to Colorado, Mark. Have a wonderful day, and maybe we'll check back in with you later and tomorrow to see how everything is playing out. <laughs> Sounds good, Liz. Thank you. You have a great day, too, and uh, let's be in touch, okay? Everybody have fun in Vail. Nap Harvest, your local marketplace for fresh, locally produced products. Our indoor farmer's market is open seven days a week, featuring locally grown organic produce, prepared meals, honey from our nap nectar hive, furniture, cutting boards, and much more. We source and sell locally grown and produced products from the Vale and Roaring Fork Valleys. Visit us at our new location in Eagle Ranch, 717 Sylvan Lake Road, next door to Color Coffee Roasters. Familia, estamos muy emocionados de por fin presentarles nuestro nuevo programa completamente en español, Conexión Latina, que se estrena este lunes 21 de agosto a partir de las 7 de la tarde. Por el momento, el programa se transmitirá los lunes, miércoles y viernes de 7 a 7 y media de la tarde, con una repetición de 7 y media a 8. Así que no hay excusas para perdértelo. Te recuerdo que puedes sintonizar nuestra programación a través del canal 92 de Comcast nuestra página web cbabel.com y nuestra página de Facebook CBA Conexión Latina. Acompáñanos en esta nueva aventura llena de información y entretenimiento local. No te lo pierdas. Andrea Jackson. Welcome to Life Love Shopping. How many personal stories you can share? Do I? <laughs> yes, I so, do. so even though you work for some good deals, too good to miss on flash deals. Now check this out. Studies show spending time outdoors can help with depression, lowering blood pressure, and overall health and happiness.
Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, one of our favorite clips from 2023 was when our friends from Florida, some cute little girls, sent us a little video about Good Morning Vale. Let's take a look. Get up, get ready to start your day. Sunshine is calling you out to play. Come on, we'll make you feel right at home. Good morning, Winter Garden. See what lies in store for you. So many things to see and do. Summer, winter, spring, or fall. Winter Garden Parks has it all. So come on and get ready to start your day. Coffee's brewing, you're on your way. The fun is waiting outside your door. Good morning, Winter Garden. Hello, welcome to Good Morning Winter Garden. I'm your host, Corinne Pike, and it is March 20th, 2023. So, we have a lot of things planned today, and so spring break is ending, and kids are going to have to be going back to school. I had a very fun spring break. I went to Vail. We went skiing in Beaver Creek and Vail. It was very fun, and um, so we're going to be talking about the weather now. So, um... Today, it is going to be a high of 66 degrees and a low of 47 degrees. So, it's going to be pretty sunny all day and it's going to rain during the night. But, um, this is very unusual because this is normally much more sunny in Florida. But, today it is more, um, um, chillier on the chillier side and it's much colder. And so, yeah, we're going to get started on our grooming with our pet. Um, his name is... Finch! So, can we give a round of applause to Finch? Oh. He's all the way over there. Okay, we're gonna get down there in a minute. We'll be back in a jiffy. We're back in Good Morning Winter Garden, and I'm Elizabeth Pike, your host, and this is Finch. He's a British Spaniel, and we are gonna be bathing him today. So, let's give you some grooming tips and let's get started. Some supplies you need are shampoo and a bowl. But you also need the water to be at a right temperature for the dog. So let's get the dog in the pool, or <laughs> the bathtub. So what we've done is we got him nice and wet, right when we put him in, so he's not. So what we're gonna do next is put in some shampoo. Try and avoid the face, the so because we, we don't want it getting in their eyes and stuff. So what you do is you get him nice and well, you scrub him up. You can get his neck and everything, just try and avoid his face. Like this. He's trying to scrub him really well like we've done. So as you can see, we're done. So remember to get his like, legs under his dick and everything. So everything, once we're done, we're gonna start like, like putting water on top to like get all the soap out. Remember to do it like well. Like make sure you get all the parts that, have, that you got soap on. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, don't do what I just did. Shh, see? Make sure you get all the parts clean. Alright, we'll be back when he's clean. So what you do, after you're done, you're going to brush your hand through it, how I'm doing it. Make sure there's no soap in it. And then once you've done that, like, make sure you clean every corner. Once you're done that, you're going to back up, get a towel, and wait for him to jump out. Come on. So if you'll come out. Get him. Get the water out. And you're gonna have to try and grab him. <laughs> oh! Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's gonna try and rub around. 
But then I'll be all dry. You can do it, baby. So you're gonna have to all rub right. him like this. Rub him. You can catch him. So rub him all the way around. So rub him up. And you should keep on trying him to dry himself. Dry him himself. But you can help him. Fine. Stay still. Stay. What I like to do when he was a puppy is we wrap him up. If he would stay still. Welcome back to Good Morning Vale. Now, thank you for spending your time with us. I had so much fun looking back on 2023. Let's see what 2024 has in store. Have a great day. Keep on smiling and we'll see you soon for more Good Morning Vale.